0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is May 4th, 2022, Anno Domine. Today's headlines, the hunt is on for the Supreme Court leaker. And we've got inside information of what everybody's talking about at the Hill and inside the court. Next, the political fallout from the likely overturning of Roe v. Wade. Third, Fusion GPS, new documents out. They pushed a journalist to hurry on a story in effort to smear former President Trump. And finally, CDC apparently was tracking cell phone data during COVID-19 to enforce the lockdowns. That's nice. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. Are the sounds of the violent networks of Antifa, of BLM, the feral left in this country, all across the country last night, major cities from New York to Portland to Seattle, Los Angeles. These networks have been reactivated. The Antifa networks have been reactivated for midterms. That's clearly what's going on here. And that's why yesterday I said this isn't just a leak This is an operation. And if you can't see that, if you don't understand what's going on here, then you haven't been paying attention. Why did this leak come out now? It's simple. Because there was a coalition in this country building of independents, disaffected liberals, the new right, and social conservatives pushing back against the regime. But what's the one issue that all of those groups disagree on? What's the one thing that can polarize this country and drive people literally to each other's throats, as we saw last night in the streets of LA? It's the issue of abortion. And so when this leak came out, and when this leaker performed this act, they knew, they had to have known, we're gonna talk about this in a second, about who we think it might've been, but this is a highly professional, highly skilled, strategic actor strategic operative, you might even say, that put this out, because this is the one issue that divides all of those groups in the coalition against the regime. Remember, I said it before, it's not about left versus right anymore. It's about up versus down. But this is the one issue that does separate people into those traditional camps. And why is that? Because both sides see it as a moral issue. For folks like myself in the pro-life camp, we see it as defending life. For folks, for folks in the pro-choice camp, they see it as defending the rights of women. And they will go to bat. And we will go to bat. Because that's just how it is. And this leaker, whoever it was, and we have some indication about what's going on, knew that would inflame tensions if they were able to put this out before the decision had been made. Before the five judges five justices had stood up to end five decades of darkness in this country. So what's going on at the court? So first, we know that the marshal of the court under um, Chief Justice Roberts has been tasked to work on this. We were also getting indications from human events uh, contacts at the White House that DOJ Attorney General Merrick Garland, very upset about this thing. And we've heard that he's talking to the I.G., Michael Horowitz about setting up a task force to go into this, drive in, because the Supreme Court doesn't necessarily have the investigative tools to figure out what went on here, that they're gonna put Horowitz on it. Remember, Horowitz is someone who is known for tracking down leakers in the intel community. He's done leak investigations before. We're now hearing that Horowitz is in talks to potentially lead an investigation into finding out who the leaker was at the Supreme Court. And they should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law for what they're doing. Put them right in jail next to the January 6th detainees because, again, they were trying to stop a form of government. Now you've got conservatives out there like Will Chamberlain, my good friend, um, looking at some of the clerks because you know publicly who these clerks are, these far left clerks who have direct ties, in some cases, even very familiar ties with Josh Gerstein, who was the reporter that broke the story, who got the leak. So who would have leaked it to him? Well, potentially someone who knows him very well. And Will's drilling down on potential clerks who knew that we're also seeing liberals out there blaming it on a conservative that it might have been some kind of false flag leak at the end of the day what we know is a task force will be set up and a serious investigation will be done but the worry and this is the biggest worry and i haven't seen it reported anywhere else that the person who leaked this might have access to other opinions on gun rights second amendment on racial issues, affirmative action. This may be the first in a series of leaks that come out throughout the summer. We all understand the fragile state of the US dollar and what it means for us. I think we are in for a tough year, and Biden's printing and spending could be catastrophic for the US dollar and the markets. The Fed, BlackRock, Blackstone, they are not stopping. We real patriots know that inflation is the real pandemic. And ladies and gentlemen, it is getting worse. That is why that I recommend that you diversify with gold and silver right now. You got to do it. The only company that I recommend is Allegiance Gold. Now, my friends at Allegiance Gold can help protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver. You can have it delivered securely if you want right to your door. They will educate you. On the benefits of physical gold with gold IRAs because they care and they want to build a long-term relationship with you. Allegiance Gold has the highest rating from third-party consumer protection agencies, five stars with TrustLink, and they're AAA rated with the business consumer alliance and have an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Get $500 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them that POSO sent you. So go right now, allegiancegold.com slash POSO. It is in the description. You can click it right there. We cannot control the Biden administration, but we can prepare. Go to the description immediately and check out allegiancegold.com slash POSO. I've never seen you so angry. You seem to be. This is what the Republicans have been working toward this day for decades. They have been out there plotting, carefully cultivating these Supreme Court justices so they could have a majority on the bench who would accomplish something that the majority of Americans do not want. Sixty-nine percent of people across this country, across this country, red states and blue states, old people and young people. Want Roe versus Wade to maintain as to the, law children, the land. You, we ma'am. need we to do no, that. Well, that's Senator Warren giving, obviously, the reaction of really the postmodern leftist movement when it comes to this. You don't hear any response of a reaction to any of Alito's arguments. You don't hear any discussion or serious, you know, judgment about. When does life begin? What's the efficacy of Roe v. Wade? What's the legal basis? What's the constitutional standing of it or Casey? You don't hear any of that at all. And you're not going to. Because for people like Warren, or people like this senator, this is a theological issue. It's a theological issue. It's like going to Catholics and saying you can't take communion anymore. Right? It's viewed at the level of a sacramental ritual. And not necessarily the fact that they're all going to go get them, even though Letitia James, the Attorney General of New York, apparently is shouting her abortion yesterday. We saw that. No, no, no. This has become a right. It's become a right, an R-A-T-E for the left, right? And the problem is, and let's just go back to it, and even Ruth Bader Ginsburg, when she was around, as far left as she was, As strongly pro-abortion as she was, even she admitted that Roe was a flawed decision. And here's the problem. It's not in the Constitution. It's simply not there. I can look at the Constitution and I can find freedom of speech. It's right there. It's actually number one, as a matter of fact. I can find the freedom of the press, freedom of religion, freedom of assembly. They're all there. I can find the right to keep and bear arms. I can find the right, the protection for search and seizure from the government. You can find all of these things in the Constitution. They're explicit. They are actually, to use the legal term, enumerated. They are enumerated in the Bill of Rights. You know what's not in the Bill of Rights? Abortion. It's simply not there. And by the way, there's lots of things that aren't in the Bill of Rights. um, And certainly lots of medical procedures that aren't in the Bill of Rights. And there's a reason for that, because only certain things in this country were meant to be protected at the level of the Constitution. And the way the system is supposed to work, you remember this when you go to civics class, right? And you learn in school, they used to teach us in grade school, I guess they don't anymore, that if you have something, any issue, it would be at the state and local level. So if Roe v. Wade, if and when it gets overturned, it goes back to the states. So what does a post row America look like? Well, number one, there are about 20 states that have trigger laws in place that would immediately, immediately return the practice to being banned within those states. Those are your red states. That's the South, Midwest. You've also got states on the coasts, right? And you can, you can really see the, you know, the uh, geographic divide on this. You've got states on the coasts that would allow it. At differing levels, you've probably also got states that would want to find some kind of middle ground, either you know going back to this trimester plan or only making exceptions for uh, rape, incest, or the life of the mother. Right. This is something, by the way, that came up in Virginia, where in that that in just amazing clip, right, that came out talking about this. I believe it was a state rep, and she was saying that her bill covered the mental health of the mother. That if the mother was upset about being pregnant, that it would allow abortion up to 40 weeks. And she was pressed on this. And it was said, well, you know, if if she's dilated, if the baby's about to be born, can you still get one of these, you know, anxiety based abortions? She says, yes. So that's what's going to happen going forward is that you're going to have to get people because guess what? Ain't the 1970s anymore. This is the new right. And we're not playing word games about a clump of cells. We are going to ask specific questions about when life begins. And here's the thing. DNA was not at the level it is now in the 1970s. It wasn't even until the 1990s. A fetus has unique DNA from the moment of conception, period. And that's a scientific fact. And yes, it does confirm what the Bible taught us for thousands of years. If a fetus has unique DNA, then it is a unique and individual life, period, full stop, that will grow into a human being, right, if carried to term and is healthy. That's a scientific argument. And when you look at 3D ultrasounds, when you look at mp I've got an MP3 of my son's heartbeat at 12 weeks. We listened to it last night, actually. There is no way that you're going to tell me That even if, you know, he's only the size of a blueberry, that that's not a real person. All this evidence this deep rich evidence about the motive of the various characters yep, in this exactly. saga we have the motives of the the trumps and the and the people around the trumps who were willing to collaborate with the russians wanted to collaborate with the russians we have the cl- russians who had this massive campaign to actively try to influence the election and everything suggests that they should have met in the middle and co- colluded with one another yet when we look for specific evidence of collusion it doesn't quite add up to what it seems like it should right. be. And so you have this this kind of missing middle in, in the story, this great gaping hole in the center. Well, as the Fusion GPS investigation continues, and by the way, that is what it is. The Durham investigation is looking into Fusion GPS. An incredible side story to all of this has been all of the journalists that are caught up in this thing. They're in these emails. Now, we're told, by the way, And, of course, Technofog had the substack out with all the emails, all the names. You can go see it. We were actually told that that was meant to be sealed, that that was supposed to be an addendum to the latest Durham filing. Right. But what ended up happening? They accidentally unsealed it. Oof. Oof. Sorry, journos. Sorry. You're unsealed. You're out there. You're not like, you know, the Jeffrey Epstein clients. They all got sealed. The Ghislaine Maxwell records, they all get sealed. Elon Musk was tweeting about that yesterday, which was hilarious. And I think, by the way, may have also slightly been a reference to Bill Gates. But we'll see what that's going on. However, comma, however, comma, the fact that all these names are in here, they're showing you how the sausage is made. And this guy, Franklin Fower, was sending his articles to Fusion GPS saying, hey, do we have this right hey, I just wanted to check with you. He's not, this isn't journalism. This is stenography. It's stenography for an opposition research firm. That's all it is. They're operatives. They're operatives of the far left. They don't care if it's real. You know, I get that he's going out there two years later. Well, there was a, a missing hole in the story, and I think there may have been, uh, you know, some mistakes had uh, made along the way, you know, some problems with it. Yeah, but you ran the story, and you were at Slate. And now, funny enough, you're not at Slate anymore, are you, Franklin? You got a little promotion, didn't you? You got promoted to the Atlantic. You got promoted. The Yakuza came in and said, you've done good work. Now we're going to move you up. have been watching Tokyo Vice a little bit lately, so I, I might make some Yakuza references, right? Hopefully, Franklin doesn't have to chop his finger off for this one because he got caught. He got caught. And here's the dirty little secret. You think he's the only journalist doing this? No, of course not. You've got journalists all over the country doing this every day. But I've got a special announcement to make, by the way, today, when it comes to the journalism reporting space. Human Events, we are very proud to announce that Human Events has formed the Human Events Media Group and that humanevents.com has purchased the Post Millennial. So you've seen them out there, you've seen the Post Millennial, they do incredibly great news, they do reporting, they do breaking stuff all the way from Canada to the United States, to the UK, to Australia. Some of the best writers, of course, you know all the names, Andy Ngo, Libby Emmons, Ari Hoffman, they're joining forces with humanevents.com, which of course runs this podcast, but we've also got op-eds from people like Charlie Kirk, from myself, Donald Trump Jr., Christina Pushaw, of course, who's the press secretary for Ron DeSantis, Governor DeSantis. This is going to be an absolute powerhouse in terms of the new right and in terms of the information media space, because we are all joining forces now. We're going to have the commentary side on human events, and we're going to have the news side from the post-millennial. So you're going to get a one-two punch like you've never seen before, and we might— we might just have, I don't know, I don't know if I can, I, can, I can say any of this yet, but we might just have some other podcasts that are coming out that we're going to be working in conjunction with. That's all I can leave it at. Now, maybe if you go to the Young Women's Leadership Summit, you might hear something else about it. Just saying, just saying, just, just throwing that out there a little bit. But it's, no, it's, it's really exciting. I couldn't be happier to work with such a talented group of professionals, and it really just goes to show you, that Brian Stelter is a fool, lost his daily show, but don't worry, Brian. We're accepting applications for interns. Each of our countries have that independent spirit, but we don't want to be told what to do. Well, I understand that, but now is the time to do what you're told. (laughs) And I think it really is something that we should be doing right now. We don't want to tell you what to do, we know how independent you are. We care about your freedoms and your civil liberties. But, oh, no, because there's new documents out from the CDC that show, yeah, it turns out that wasn't actually the case. Because apparently the CDC, according to the new report, was tracking millions of phones to see if Americans followed COVID lockdown orders. What were they doing? They were purchasing data from apps. So they're purchasing app data. That can track. You know, when you're, you turn your app on, you say, Do you want to keep location services active? Well, what does that mean? That means they're tracking you. That means they're tracking your location. They see what your, your activity is. They see where you're going in the real world. They're seeing what other apps you're looking at. They're checking your websites. This is big data. It is a trillion dollar plus industry. So when you see an app out there and you say, Oh, it's a free app, I'll download it, the app ain't free. You're the product, not the app. It's you. They are collecting... This is what George Orwell got wrong, by the way. George Orwell, for everything that he got right, and believe me, that guy got a lot right, the one thing that he got wrong was that we would ask for the surveillance, that we would ask not only to put Big Brother in our homes. No, no, no. We were going to put Big Brother in our pockets and carry him around with us everywhere we go, or maybe Big Sister like Nini Yankovic, right? And I love this story. It's incredible because not only were they tracking... Patterns of people visiting K-12 to schools, they were specifically moderating. I love how they put this. We were, we were just monitoring the effectiveness of policy in the Navajo Nation, according to the CDC documents. You're tracking the Navajo as if they haven't been through enough. You're tracking their phones to make sure the Navajo were staying under lockdown during the curfews. I'm like, this is from the woke people, by the way. This is from the people that are like, oh, no, no, no. You know, you got to be careful. You got to worry about they were we were on um, I was on the Candace Owen show yesterday. And apparently there's this guy out there saying that you can't watch The Mummy anymore. Right. Because The Mummy shows um, English colonialism in the 18th century or, you know, I guess early 20th century or whatever. Right. The they're trying to cancel like as if Brendan Fraser hasn't been through enough. Right. As if the guy hasn't been through enough. And Rachel Weiss, what did she ever do to anybody? Can't watch The Mummy anymore, right? The people that are willing to do that don't have a problem whatsoever when the CDC is tracking the Navajo to make sure. And I want to say this. I don't want to make say, say this. But was the CDC, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask the question. Was the CDC tracking to make sure that the Navajo stayed on their reservations? Because I don't see that from this argument. Uh, from this reporting, is that serious? What the CDC was doing, Fauci, Mister Fauci, Doctor Fauci, can you give us some information on this, buddy? Because I love all these people. Right when the current thing was was BLM and racism, well, then it's POC, POC, POC. That's all you hear. But then it, the current thing becomes COVID, and it becomes vaccines, and then it's vaccine, 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 vaccine. And Doctor Fauci is the head. And then it became Ukraine, and now it's becoming Roe v. Wade. Now it's becoming all of these different things. There's so much information flooding into human events on a regular basis. Our phones are ringing off the hook here in the studio. That's what's going on today. So ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand that you need to listen to this show every day for your daily dose of human events. And that's it for us today, Human Events Daily. Remember, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you, be good, be brief, be gone. And your homework for us, share this out with one, just one, if you're normally friends. Leave us your five-star review. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your information. By the way, check the show description on Apple and Spotify. You get the links to support all of our sponsors there. What did we talk about today? The hunt is on for the Supreme Court leaker. We also talked about the political fallout over the likely overturning of Roe v. Wade. We talked about Fusion GPS making the sausage with uh, with journalists. And we also talked about human events acquiring the post-millennial. Very excited about that. And finally, we talked about the CDC tracking cell phone data during 2019. What? COVID-19. But first, it's time for today's history break. Today, May 4th, 1886. The Haymarket Riot, violent anarchists attacked in a crowd, attacked police officers, killed seven police officers. A bomb was thrown, 60 people wounded, civilian casualties of four to eight dead. Understand, the violent left is not something new. It has been going on for over 100 years, and they've tried to keep it under wraps, but not us. We're going to expose it every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.